Today on Watching Your Wealth, what you need to know about hiring a private judge. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Adam Lipsick is a partner at law firm Hirsch Manis. Welcome, Adam. Thank you for having me. Adam, so tell us, what does a private judge do? A private judge serves the same function as the judge that you would have in superior court. You have to enter in, first there has to be an agreement between both sides to retain the private judge. Once that agreement is done, you effectively hire the private judge to take on the role of the sitting judge in the courtroom. And that judge is vested with almost all of the same powers as the superior court judge would be vested with. They just can't prosecute things like contempt and or domestic violence issues amongst some others. So who is this a good option for? It's a good option for a lot of people. Frankly, there's a a tremendous backlog, certainly at Los Angeles Superior Court. I can't speak to some of the branch courts, which may have more availability. But if you have means and you can afford to have another paid person in the room and you desire to get through your divorce more speedily, this is a good option for you. You mentioned cost. How much is this going to set us back? can set you back. It's another paid person in the room by the hour. So it can set you back anywhere between $500 to $1,000 an hour oh, wow. for the retired judge. It would be sort of offset by the cost you might save on the attorney fee side because when you have a hearing with a private judge, they take you at the called time. It's sort of set up. You go, you show up, you're there, they take you. It's not like going down to court where you have to wait for your matter to be called or and it might get carried over into the right. afternoon. In terms of other cons of doing this. So cost is one of them. What else? Where else would this not be such a great idea? Probably in three areas. One would be uh, sometimes there's a strategic purpose for having a hearing in a public courtroom. So that would be one. Two would be on fee awards. These judges, they're fabulous, but the judges do get hired by the lawyers and the parties. The judges, I think, try to navigate how they address fee awards very gingerly. Perhaps they want repeat business. Interesting. Third might be uh, if something goes wrong in a public courtroom where you've run afoul of a court order or something like that, maybe not a court order, but you try to live in the gray area, superior court's going to, I think, come down much more harshly than a private judge might because, again, the private judge wants to have a little bit of leniency to the parties and the attorneys for the repeat business. Where are the hearings held for when you're meeting with a private judge? Is it in someone's house or do these judges have their own chambers or like what is this? I've never seen one at someone's home. <laughs> That's not to say it's never happened. I've never seen that. It can be at one of the attorney's offices. Most of the judges work through, it's called ARC or ADR or JAMS, sort of it's a house body. of neutrals, mm-hmm. let's call them. You could go there and that would be where your hearing would be. They have courtrooms set up and things like that. But it would be at an office building just where these people work from. Now, is the judgment binding? Is this just as solid as you would get as something in a more traditional court setting? Provided you've done the stipulation correctly and provided that it, you know, the stipulation has to get approved by the presiding judge. Presiding judge approves it. Retired judge is vested with all of the powers that sitting superior court judge would have and could issue the judgment of dissolution. It gets signed and it gets filed at the courthouse and it has the same force solemnity in effect. Now you could do, uh, talk about a divorce in this sort of setting. What other, what about other business contracts could you tackle those with a private judge? I'm certain that people do. That's not within my wheelhouse. But I'm certain that people use neutrals, mediators, retired judges for this context in a variety of different claims. 
Now, you brought up something before, and I just want to jump back on it. You said sometimes there's a strategic reason for having a case out in a public courtroom. Tell us what that strategy might be for some people. Whether it's a business person, whether it's a celebrity, whomever it might be where public notoriety does not play to their advantage and having something play out in a public courtroom could be a little bit of leverage, could be a little bit of pressure. I see. That's what I meant by the strategic reasons. Very interesting. Adam, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'd love for you to take our divorce quiz. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. Get all of our podcasts, as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with lawyer Adam Lipsick, who's going to take our divorce quiz. You ready, Adam? Sure. All right. What's the best divorce advice you ever heard? Definitely something that I also give, but your therapist is less expensive than your lawyer. True. Worst divorce advice you ever heard? Use your kids as a messenger. Oh, choose no. Fill in the blank, a divorce can buy. Your life back. Fill in the blank, a divorce can't buy. Happiness. True. And if you got $1 million after tax after a divorce, what would you do with it? Am I the party or am I the attorney in that case? Either way, whatever you pick. I'm still married. I'd give my wife half. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at dowjones.com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow the Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.